Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. What did she say? Space? You love the taste. <laughs> that sugar. Right. <laughs> what? I was in that sugar, baby. <laughs> you love that sugar, baby. But Honestly, I feel like Beyonce's whole album is reminiscent of that song. When you look at sweet, oh, yeah? it's the sweetest in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Especially so Virgo's groove. It makes me think of that song. I haven't listened yet, but I will be giving it a listen today. My sis, I'm going to talk about it more, but my sister definitely was saying that this is for the black gay men, period. Like, it's for the voguing. It's for the ten, ten, tens across the board. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's giving that. But that's what she does. She makes albums for specific groups. Like Lemonade was for the the girl, the women, the mm-hmm. black women. Right. You know. Yeah. Maybe well, she'll make something for the the straight men. Probably not. But you know, maybe mm-hmm. that could be one of the other two acts. We'll see. Right. Well, I know you opened it up with a song, but I had another one to add, and that is Seduce and Scheme. Seduce and Scheme. If you know, you know, but if you I don't, don't know. you crazy. will. Okay. <laughs> you okay. Will. <laughs> that actually comes from rap shit, so... Oh, I got to watch it. Actually, that's on my agenda to watch today. I'm watching Love Island and I'm watching Rap Shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yeah, but that seducing scheme is like, I just love to say it. <laughs> <laughs> What's Issa up, is good about the rap lyrics. Um, she is for sure. Yeah. What's up, though? Uh, You know, we live in, we, we love in and laughing. Wow. We're living, living loving, loving and laughing. laughing. I yeah. love it. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm doing pretty good. Um, you know, planning, prepping, preparing. (laughs) This is about the alliteration for me today, right? (laughs) Um, now, how are you? You know, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I want to be like tired, but it's all right. It's all right. You know, we got to keep moving. We got to keep going. It just never feels like there's enough sleep like i just need to <laughs> lay down you know for a What's little crazy longer. is that you go to bed at like 10 o'clock like i don't get it <sighs> it's crazy you, you go to bed early i went to bed maybe like midnight after midnight but yeah i feel like oh, lately that, i've been going to bed around like 11 12 oh okay you know staying little, up late partying all night right it's a little different I'm really shocked to see that you still have the same hairstyle that you've had for the past six weeks, but yeah, be shocked. 
Be shocked. Yeah, um, be shocked. It's hopefully what it cocktail comes are out you? Oh, go ahead. Hopefully it comes out tomorrow. Um, what cocktail are you drinking today? Because it looks like we have the same in color. the can. You know. Oh, okay, cute. Mine is um, it's not a margarita, but it has tequila. Okay. I be I be making concoctions. This one is tequila, pinot gris, and sparkling lemonade from Trader Joe's. Okay. Nice. Sounds good. It's wet. Yeah. It's wet. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sounds good. Okay. Well, let's get into the icebreaker. So, what is your favorite thing to do in the summer? Travel for sure. Uh, well, well, locally though, my number one favorite thing to do in the summer. Actually, this is locally or not locally, but I love to swim. I love to get in a pool or the ocean or a lake Mm -hmm. or any body of water, really, and, like, hang out. That's my favorite thing to do in the summer. I genuinely look so forward to being in water, and I've got some pretty good water days so far. I had a nice, fun pool. I've had two fun pool days, and I just had lake day like last weekend mm-hmm. and i get some ocean days coming up soon <laughs> I got yes yes i'm all I'm about the aquatic experience yeah, in the summer definitely my favorite thing what's yours yeah it's the water like i definitely love that you know although i'm not a strong swimmer i just really love to be in the water i feel like that's where you can just mellow out like regulate the body temperature everything i just love everything about it like it comes with drinks you know tanning Mm -hmm. and all that stuff like it's definitely my favorite another uh fave of mine is to really just be spend that time connecting with friends and family i feel like that's the time where there's a lot of link ups taking place so that's always fun you know busy busy like day parties and all types of things happening so yeah really love that yeah I agree we we definitely try to get some summer trips in Mm -hmm. um but yeah, summer summer is just great. I think that whenever I made that pack with God that if he would take me out of Syracuse and those dreadful winters that I would never complain about summer again. When I when I said that, I really fucking meant it because I love summer. It's my favorite season now. Where when I was younger, living growing up in Georgia, I used to always say that winter was my favorite season because oh, wow. I didn't really didn't have, have no fucking winter. Didn't yeah, that, I didn't but, really but have now that. Now you've experienced it, and you were like, "I'm good with never experiencing it again." Exactly, and Pittsburgh is winters have been really mild, like one or two snow days, which is just enough for me. You know, I just yeah. want to see the snow, want to see the beauty, the majesty of it. But, but I don't, you don't need it to be, be around for. You don't want to be working in it. No, mm-hmm. I don't want to be driving, walking, doing nothing in it. So, yeah. so definitely um, love summer. Love you, summer. Right. What has been your fave thus far this year about the summer? Like what what has been your favorite? Um, honestly, probably that last trip to L.A. was really nice. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like. 
it wasn't too hot. It, the days were hotter. The evenings were cooler. Like that was the perfect scenario. And like you said, spending time with my friends, having great meals, laughing, drinking, talking shit. Like mm-hmm. that is just really nice. And it's always nice when you can just kind of, you know, work that into your work week, you know, like when it doesn't have to be a big planned vacation to just kind of see your friends check in, spend some time outside, like spending time with Izzy and his baby. Like that was so sweet to me. And yeah, yeah, that was definitely one of the highlights. But then I would say a second highlight was just this family trip that I had last weekend, like Mm -hmm. spending time with my mom and her best friends and my cousins and everything. Like that was really cool to see all the generations like together in one house, right? Three generations in one house, which was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm very, I'm very much like you in the fact that one of my fave moments this year was, going to New York on the work trip because it was like before that there was the wedding um, Mm. with Zay and Britt and then I got to work in the city for you know almost a week and I caught up with friends I saw my fam on both sides and it was just really cool like it's nice to be able to move freely on the company's dollar of course and like to just be comfortable you know like I was in the city like midtown I was at a really nice hotel I was just really comfortable you know like not being able to you know have to worry about what parking is how much (laughs) or Mm -hmm. you know whatever in the city like that was nice to just have that burden off your plate and also for me the second fave was the family trip when they came out here for two weeks and we just you know was it two or three weeks I think it's two weeks yeah and we kind of just traveled to different places uh in Cali like really loved that really loved being able to introduce my fam to some new friends you know like the newer the friends that I've met in my adult phase of the you know my life or whatever young adult phase so yeah it was just nice it's been a great summer like I have if I, I agree wanted to do a dump or a reel on summertime I have loads of things that I can throw in there because we've really been doing things I think social media has this thing um I don't know if it's a TikTok challenge where it came from but there's something about like a hundred dates of summer or something like that where basically the challenge is to go on on a hundred dates in the summer and that means like not even romantically but with friends with family with yourself like anything yeah and I was like wow that's really cute like I never intentionally opted in to do anything like that but I was just like that's a cute challenge to like you know keep in mind for yourself like even another time or something like that just to see like how you know how much you can actually get through but very fun summer's been fun summer has been fun and summer is going to be ending with such a bang this year it is oh my gosh right amazing wow (laughs) 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 and you know since we are in leo season i'm just curious to know like based on what you know about leos what do you think their favorite thing to do in the summer is I honestly think that Leo's like seeing other people happy. Mm. Like Leo's really like to kind of 
host and mm. entertain and kind of be the the reason why everyone is together and having a good time. Right. So I think that the Leo is, you know, making plans, having shindigs, having having things to make sure everyone else is just catching that vibe. I definitely think like for sure, because Leos are socialites and they just love being around people. In addition to that, I think that Leos love the fashions of summer. Like they want to get flea. Mm. They want to get fly. They want to show their new, you know, summer wardrobe. (laughs) Right. Very New York of me. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, like just I really think that, you know, they love doing that and love being around people like just outside all day, every day, you know, like that's literally their motto just based on the traits that we know about the Leo. I'm going home to Atlanta this weekend, next weekend, I guess, or this weekend. I saw someone talking about is it this weekend when you're in the weekend or is it next weekend? I don't know. Um, but anyway, next weekend, shit, I'm going home for a Leo 30th birthday bash and it's genu- it's genuinely going to be over the top, like yeah, over the top they don't do, summer they don't party do it any other way. No, they don't. They really they don't. don't. They really don't. The flamboyance of the Leo is something that is, I like it. I like to be around them, like, in that way, in that regard. Like, my great aunt is a Leo, and I just always used to love being around her because she loves to shop, loves to do, you know, certain things or want to, like, always look into what's hip, what's the latest fashions. I'm like, oh, well, I'm headed with you to Macy's because my grandma want to go to Pretty Girl. Like, I want to be with you. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, that's real. Well, yeah, you know, we're we're in Leo season, like just kicking off maybe a, a week in. And you know, what's really crazy is that with Leo season, I really was like trying to shrug off Leo season for like the majority of my life because Virgo season is up next. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let's just get let's just get through this. Right. And then it can but be live in the me. moment. Right. But I'm lit. But but in living in the moment fashion, I'm realizing that Leo's aren't that bad. Like Leo's can be a little chaotic, but they have good hearts. I think they really are caring and they care about others a lot. Oh, yeah. One thousand percent. My mom's a Leo. And when I say that she will give me her last dollar, quite literally, I mean it. So it's that's beautiful. It's definitely, you know, something to be said there. And I think that we should all enjoy this Leo season. Um, I know I will. Yeah. But, you know, without further ado, here's some advice for the Leos this season. Um, Don't worry what others think. Just have fun. You know, that's one. Another take up the spotlight without shame. We were just telling, we were just talking about how y'all love to be flamboyant and out there. Like do that without, you know, without second guessing yourself and dimming your light. If that's something that, you know, you feel you've been struggling with. Um, Another is remember what you love about life and do it. Woo. Right. It's a lot of what do you love about life? Right. That's That's a question. Big question. It is. What do you love about life? I love connection. I love connection. Mm, And I really love like being 
with people and around people, even if it's not always physically. I just love the um, support system that I have, like friends, family, Mm. all that. Like it's so it's so necessary for like a healthy mind and like just body and spirit. I don't know, but. That's how I feel. Yeah, what do I love? I I love that for sure. I think I love stability. Mm. I love Virgo. Get your ass! Like, (laughs) you know what I love? Stability, (laughs) responsibility, (laughs) security, accountability, practicality. (laughs) You know, we're doing all the itties today. Okay, like this Virgo here. Don't play. I feel attacked. But I you need, honestly, oh you God. need, you really need someone like that in your corner because someone like me, I'll be somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I need someone to reel me in sometimes because I really be out there. Um, I will say though, something that's new for you and I, I think that we've really been, we're just for the people who in the back who don't know, we're planning a trip together. <laughs> and this is unusual because usually I stay out of it. I just do what I'm told. I let someone else take on the thing. But I've really been trying to be like active. I see. And, like, right. 50 right. yeah. 50. I mean, it would have been crazy if you didn't do anything for this one because it's just us two. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just, yeah, that's true. That it's like harder really for you to kind of camouflage in the back with the people. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I've actually been enjoying it. And I think that what I what I expected was for you to not really listen to me at all (laughs) and just be like, no, girl, like, that's not how you do any of this. But like, Uh, I feel like I've actually been being helpful, you know, and like we've been really like having good synergy and my practicality has been playing a part. Right. Your organization has been playing a part and it's been like going. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, sometimes I just be thinking like, as I write things like play by play, I'm like, I wonder if this feels like too much for Sydney. Cause I know like I'm very much type a, like I have to see, you know, things laid out. No, nah, when you but... deleted those notes, I wanted to and kill you. And you want to know what's I wanted hilarious? to wrap my hands around your fucking You neck. probably don't remember this, but the last episode that we just posted, like, earlier this week, if you haven't listened already, we already had a conversation about deleting notes, and here we are. <laughs> here we are again, you know? Like, it's... We talked about it. It happened. I was like, when it happened, I was like, damn, we just... We just went over this. <laughs> and here I am, you know? So it's really, it's a work in progress, but yeah, girl. Uh, um, yeah. Okay, so another, the last two pieces of advice is step up and be a leader when needed and brighten the room with a smile. So, you know. Oh, the yeah. smile is so, what my Virgo, my Virgo, my Leo friend that I'm going home for, biggest smile ever literally lights up every single room with like her presence and her Mm. smile like that is just so true love you caitlin she don't listen to the show love you girl hey caitlin so listen to this cool tip about leo season for all sun enters leo so tis the season of the sun and as we know leo is ruled by the sun which means that during leo season the sun's power and solar energy is magnified. So like that, you know, feeling that we feel about, wow, it's summer and 
um, all that mm-hmm. stuff, like things are happening. I feel like that has it's a lot literally to do the with sun. it. Yep. Well, yeah. that's what they talk about seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we do get so much from the sun and seeing those like bright skies and stuff like that, that when it's cloudy and gray, oh, man. it sucks everything out of us, yeah, bro. It really does. So depending upon your personal sign, your inner energy will experience a boost too during this season. Leo's, uh, Leo season's energy encourages that big, bold power inside you. The peace which longs to be seen and heard, respected and adored. Like the sun, you are the center of your solar system and your universe. Take lead, express yourself and unleash your hidden creative power. The stage is yours. So this is really a good time to work on your skill set and passion projects. Learn self-mastery and self-acclaim. Tend to your inner child is the message. And that's that's really, really heavy, you know? Like, that's some mm. good stuff right there. <laughs> 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 like, tend to yeah. your inner self. Um, right. Your inner child. But, yeah. So, yeah, girl. But that's that's the message for Leo season. And uh, the last piece I wanted to ask is, do you have any, like, placements in Leo in your birth chart? Yes. Yes, I do. And what's crazy enough is that I'm not the only one with Leo placements right. in your natal chart. Shayna and I actually both have um, our Leo and Jupiter. Mm. And with that, um, we the one thing that I took away, it said a bunch of shit, but the one thing that I took away was that we find success through money and material possessions. Right. And and in addition to us, Chanel. Is also yep. with us yep. on this front. I saw that too, and I was and like, you know, it hits on the like minds, man. It really does. It hits on, you just don't even know what's pulling you to people. You know what I mean? Like, that was the thing that kind of, like, resonated with me is because you go through life saying, like, we have a lot of stuff in common, but you don't really know why. You know, is it is it growing up? Is it those experiences from childhood? Is it this or is it that? Bitch is planetary. I'm it's literally right. above you. It's not even about you. The aesthetic of certain like things when we're traveling or, you know, just all that. Like, why is it that we're so similar or we don't really run into issues of oh no I don't like that place like you like it but I don't it's because we really do have similar tastes another interesting part about Jupiter's being in Leo which I feel I feel we all have in common is we do not like taking uh risks career-wise unless we know that the step that we're taking is going to advance us further Yes. So it's like we are definitely not of the thinking of, all right, I'm just going to like quit and, you know, yeah, go right. with the wind. Figure it's like, it out. no, right. now that you're like stable, you're comfortable, you know your worth, you know the rank you hold in your role. You're like, OK, I'm not making any sudden moves until I know that the next thing is about to like top this. Period. So I thought, you know, that part is super interesting, too, because as it relates to you, Chanel and myself, I feel like we are definitely 
um, similar in that. And another thing is said that we, we find success through the things we know and are familiar with, which um, comes back, you know, kind of like goes back into the type of things that you want to do in life. Like what's your calling? Like what's the type of things that you see yourself uh, doing career wise? And like, yeah, I do want to eventually be doing something that, I know I'm good at and I know it it comes natural to me. Like, I don't want to have to Mm -hmm. like, you know, work, like not work, but like do something that's completely off the cuff of like what, um, what you want to be doing. Right. Yeah, exactly. So some good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. I'm, I'm going to send that to Chanel too and be like, happy Leo season. Right. Nigga. Cause it's us too. Ch- Chanel <laughs> knows her worth. That's for damn sure. Right. <laughs> like, getting that cheddar um okay well happy birthday to you crazy lions yes. mean old lions i was looking back at um one of our ig lives where we played the game mean old line right <laughs> good times i don't know like we were calling some niggas mm-hmm. on my phone because remember we used to do the questions like yes. i would just yes. and um we were calling them I didn't recognize none of them voices, but I called two niggas. I don't know who they were. Right. It's because we were we were getting numbers from the DMs for niggas. And oh, yeah. We was really we like putting in numbers. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Wow. Well, I think that this was a great recap. A little, you know, snippet, uh, t- snippet, tidbit snippet. of... Um, <laughs> <laughs> new word <laughs> new word uh i new think word this is a great you know sign language segment because i do feel like in the past maybe we may have you know bashed the Gloss leo over. here and there or yeah something like that but you know y'all deserve y'all it was my ignorance too. it was my ignorance. mine too you know, i mine wasn't too. willing to see i wasn't willing to see yeah i've healed from my trauma so i think that you know we're in a good place now Amen. Wow. Good place now. That is the name of the game. Heal from that <laughs> trauma. <laughs> and move on, baby. Right. Um. All right. Well, now it's time for no. Sydney has new. this really cute hairstyle Who's? with the hearts and the box braids. Sorry, y'all. I had to interrupt because it's really cute the way it's like sitting with the ponytail, so you can like see that heart on the side. Very. Very offset, like Sydney. So, um, thank yeah. you. Oh my god, I'm like grinning from ear to ear. It's like one of the highest compliments. Words oh of god. affirmation, you know. Right. Know right, your friends. Right. No, seriously, nah. Because I definitely feel like this is a new look for me. Like, never done anything like this. So, mm-hmm. but I was inspired. This is this is a direct copy, almost direct, of this girl. Um, who's a DJ here in Pittsburgh. Shout out to DJ Femi. My braider also braids Femi's hair. Shout out to Mia Luxury. Um, <laughs> she did a dollar sign on oh, Femi okay. with the two lines going down. Okay. okay. And when I tell you it was like the best dollar sign in yes. a braid I've ever seen. I mean, and she had like pink and blue braids. Ooh. Like it was just like the craziest cool hairstyle. And then at the, we were at a party. It was Femi's birthday. And um, Femi 
somebody shouted out her braids on the mic and was like her braids are fucking fire and i was like man did you do these braids and she was like you already know bitch and i was like i'm getting that i'm getting that so i i didn't get the dollar sign because i don't you know that's really not me but i got the heart because (laughs) listen if it don't make money then it don't make sense (laughs) 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 no but yeah i thought it was really cute so if femi came up with that or if somebody else did i appreciate it because i like it listen just shout out to all the braids okay exactly and the braiders yeah i love it niggas went on you know went in quarantine for the pandemic and everyone came out everyone black came out with braids boys had their beards and their hair fully grown out and natural like it was it's it was a fun thing to see for sure like when everybody came back outside i'm like look at y'all right y'all really tapping into this this natural side we love to see it. Isaiah came out a dreadhead. Dreadhead. Locks <laughs> bountiful. Luscious. Like, wow, where have you been? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. That is so funny. Um, okay, well, now it's time for Nosy News. The lottery. The Mega Millions was mega recently. Um, I've been playing in office pool for three weeks. We did not win. Um, someone else won a billion some dollars, like over a billion dollars. And I think that the lo- the largest lump sum that they could get is like $700 million. Wow. Which, quite frankly, I'm prepared to accept. You know what I mean? Right. Like. I'm so good with that. And I feel like if you're already at 700 million, you could probably make a couple money moves to hit a billion. Yeah. Pretty easily from that point, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So I don't know who the fuck won that, but they're living in Illinois and listen, hide your kids, hide your wife because they snatching your shit up. Like Especially literally out there in hide the shot. your identity. Okay. okay? I don't like, want to be broadcasted on the net and absolutely on the news not when I win. I i'm gonna be kanye west full face mask to them folks accepting my check because that there's no way i'm about to be known as the mega millions lottery winner there's just no way right exactly yeah i want to slip off into wealthy obscurity all right see yep. me on my plane i'm gonna be dapping up kylie jenner at the airport because both of our planes are kept at the same place all right because right? for talk me, to me it's certainly not about the fame but the wealth that's all I want. it's about my lifestyle <laughs> literally <laughs> has nothing to do with anyone else thinks nope. about that it's about my life nothing to prove to y'all i'm really just trying nothing. to prove it to myself for real like nothing. what but is- i will have to do like one or two seasons on real housewives like after a few years after i've gotten acclimated to being wealthy I will have to like do a couple seasons in the story and like, the story will be like, she won the lotto. Right. They'll be like, someone's de- no one knows where she got her money from, but it couldn't have been from her father's estate. Yeah, they would say shit like that. Ridiculous. Killing them. to um, know. Yeah. Well, shout out to that person in Illinois. I feel like they're probably for some reason this morning, I thought immediately thought Asian. I don't know why that came to mind, but Mm. I don't think it's an Asian person in Illinois. Unfortunately, I think it's probably a cracker. Uh, Can I say cracker on this show? That's not right. 
Is that uh, bad? We say I don't know. Fuck them. Shit. We do. I know. But I, I'm thinking it's probably going to be one of those really horrible whites in Illinois that uh, just doesn't even deserve that kind yeah, of money. And that's the thing. Like, I'm sure in the history of lottery winning, a black person has won, right? I for just sure. Can't for sure. There has that, to be. There's no way. I really yeah. Like, you feel like the way. You know what? Choose. Let me Google black lottery winners because that just, if there's not. The way they choose it does feel, you know, and if they are black, I'm going to definitely think Uncle Sam first, like an Uncle Sam ass nigga, but I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, it's hard for me to really see. There was a, there was a black winner in 2002 and he won 31.4 million. And they said never again. (laughs) And his name was Andrew Jackson Whitaker Jr. Oh, wow. What a name. Whitaker. There's been, there's been, okay. It looks like there's been a few black lottery winners. So that's good. Family in New Jersey. Are these people black? Oh, this is in 2016. A black family won. All right. All right. All right. It's been some niggas that have won. So good. Yeah. Good for them. But seven hundred million? Who's taking that home? That shit. That that's a lot of money, bro. Mm-hmm. It is. That's a lot of money. I'm lawyering up immediately. <laughs> immediately. Like, that's retainer. what they say. You got to get that lawyer before you even claim your fucking ticket. Like, yeah. Know the your plan. Lawyer, know the but then plan. also it's like us uh, trust uh, a trusting financial advisor. That part heavy on the trusting, you know. Fortunately, I like in my situation, I have someone, but the average person does not have a trusted advisor at all. And also a trusted advisor could switch up on you. Okay. Like, especially when you win $700,000. Right. You know what I mean? He really ain't got much to gain off my little broke ass. But uh, when I have $700 million, he would be like, I could skim some shit off here and she would never know. Literally. I would never know. Right. And that's the sad part. It's just crazy because what if you want to offer him just a mill and he knows that, you know, 700 mil is the cat is there. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels like it's going to get really wild. I would literally have to have like a forensic, like investigator checking my books yeah. to make sure that my financial advisor was also because like I, I just I don't think out. that I could catch it on my own you know what I mean like yeah. could you catch an error of fifty thousand nah, dollars because I'm not even good with dollars? I'm not even good with like reviewing my statements line by line now so I can only imagine There's you know no way when you're when you're kind of when you're looking between jet fuel costs and your last trip to fucking Greece or whatever, like, are you going to notice a little 12,000 here? <laughs> you know, a little 7,000 here. That's how they do. That's how yeah. they do. They do them small little pieces until they then took $50 million from your ass. Yep. Mm, scary. Scary stuff. Best of luck to you, my guy. You know, more money, more problems. They said, Biggie said it best, baby. All right, Will Smith apologized. He did. He did. And how do you on feel camera. about that? I thought it was really sincere. I'm not going to hold you. I yeah. really was like, you know what, Will? Like, you know that wasn't right to slap that man. And right. when he apologized to his mom, I said, wow, I didn't even think about the mom. I really <laughs> hadn't even thought about the mom. 
you know, and people get that age, like, you know, it's a blessing to still have your mom living and stuff like that. Cause you know, she's probably much older. I didn't even think about Ma Dukes. That had to have been horrible. Will had to apologize to, to the mob because, you know, the mob is the gateway to everything. The mob can speak to Chris Rock like, talk to that man. Mm. There is power in forgiveness. <laughs> but the mom can also hold a grudge, too. That you know too, what I mean? You know, especially like, when you're the, older and you're in your ways. Ain't no coming out of that. But just the the sadness and the pain that the mom probably felt. And, you know, Tony crazy ass to his brother, like, you're so excited and proud of your brother to be on this platform and then or your son. And then to just see him, you know, humiliated that way. Oh, my God. Totally dehumanized, disrespected everything, even though I feel like Chris Rock. I don't know. At first I was like, at first I was like, you know, like fuck Chris Rock for saying that shit about Jada. Like, you know, you say some wild shit, you get smacked. Like everybody was saying that, but nobody really deserves to get smacked. I mean, there are some people that deserve, but I don't think that Chris really deserved to get smacked. I feel like he could have just got berated and mm. not actually physically touched. Will Smith could have walked up on him and be like, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth, you know, and not touched him at all. He could have just said that, and that would have still been, you know, embarrassing or whatever, but not, like, to the degree Violet. of, like, literally Chris's whole body, like, bent back. <laughs> like, he was, like, it was the Matrix, you know what I mean? Like, he literally bent back completely. So it was not just any old little, you know, little pat. Right. I just, like, play slap my own face for that. Yeah. So y'all know. If y'all heard yeah. it. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, I, de- I definitely thought his apology was sincere. Um, I thought so, too. I think that in a way um I don't know the fact that he said Chris said that he wasn't ready to talk about it um something about him making a public apology seems like he's trying to expedite that because now the public is going to be like oh you should talk to him like he's so sorry for real blah 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 but then on the other hand, I feel like Will does have an obligation to like his fans and stuff. Like yeah. you can't just be in hiding forever. Right. And there was no, he has to move on with his shit. Programming has to continue. Yeah. Right. So it was like, right. I'm going to just and put this out here job. before yeah, I can start like he, posting on social media again or whatever right, the case right, is. Right. 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 I have to pay bills. Period. Yeah. Cause so. prior to this post, last time he posted was the night of the Oscars. The, the Oscars. So, right. Yeah, I definitely think, you know, he has some time to sit on it, has some time to process it and everything. Shout out to him for the public apology. Um, It was funny. I sent it in uh, the group chats and I think Kathy was like, no one cares. And I was just like, looks like a million people do. Um, One million people care i i cared i i thought that it was good of him to say like that's not how you handle things because so many people were just making so many black people i'll say were making light of the fact that that's okay and that's normal and it's not it's the, it's the culture that's not it's, how you resolve we also gotta problems. understand that our culture is a bit different from you know others like yeah 
he mentioned violence is not the answer for a place that's filled with love and blah, blah, blah. But when he said that, I was like, this place is not filled with love. It's and not. sometimes niggas got to get slapped because it's just, it's ridiculous. Like, there's always so many crazy things happening in this world that I just feel like, you know, granted, I'm not saying Chris, you know, deserve that slap or whatever, but I just feel like this is not a place of love and whatever he Ooh. was saying. Honestly, it's not. So we could just remove that statement right here, right now. But what I get, well. I get what the message, you know, was intended for like a, a wonderful world and a perfect world. Yes, for sure. What a wonderful <laughs> world. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, it's not a place of love here. Unfortunately, it's really a savage place. There are like pockets of love. You know, pockets. It's, it's and little, not even boop, boop, big pockets. It's boop, the pocket, boop, yeah. the second pocket in the denim jean. You know, in the jean, Ooh, right? The key pocket, <laughs> the key pocket. Those it, types no one of pockets. In life of has love. ever put a key in, right? Right, because bitch, I didn't even know it was a key pocket till you just said it. So there's <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, they say that that's supposed to be where you fit a key. Wow, I thought maybe some coins. <laughs> nah it could be some coins too but that would be really hard to dig out but yeah in any case that yeah i feel like everything we we've said it all you know we'll see what happens with chris chris is obviously gonna do some stand-up about this i don't i wonder if he'll do it i'm waiting for that yeah or after he, but I feel like he's um, still healing and processing, too, which is he why we haven't heard be. anything. He might still be, you know, decompressing. But I do hope that a public apology um, helps him on his healing journey. You know, that that public accountability, because you publicly humiliated me, um, does somehow help him, you know. Don't think that this should impact the timeline in which he decides to reach out to Chris. I mean, to reach out to Will or whatever, like, you know, take all the time you need. Because I just, you know, I don't even like to trip when I'm walking down the street and like four people can see me. So I can only imagine what it's like <laughs> to be smacked internationally. When that you know, because to me, it's not I'll like we'd be talking to myself like, ma'am, come on. <laughs> All right. You know, and that shit was literally talked about all over this world, like in Africa, in Europe, fucking Asia. They was talking about that shit like everyone. Right. In the world. Yeah. That's big. Yeah, That's big. That's big. Yeah, it is. So um, best of luck to both of them. Um, Moving on. Shakira. Did you hear about this? No. Shakira, Shakira. What'd she do? Literally. Hey, would you talk like that? You made me want to go back. She is facing eight years in prison. Hold in up. <laughs> Was not expecting that. Shakira, Shakira. Yeah. Baby girl did uh, allege, allegedly. Didn't pay her taxes from 2011 to 2014. And the Spain, the people of Spain is coming for her. They trying to lock her ass up. 
She says she didn't live there. She says she wasn't living in Spain during that time. So why should she pay the taxes to you niggas? But I don't really know if that's how taxes work. I don't know. Like, do you have a residence there? I don't know the whole story, you know? So, so is it just like the UK that doesn't have to pay taxes out there? Like, cause I didn't know Spain. Like, I don't know. Had I, taxes? Yeah. For some reason, I just kind of thought it all was. Wait, the UK doesn't pay taxes? I thought not. Maybe it's something. I don't know. There's something. We we shouldn't. We shouldn't. We shouldn't do this. We shouldn't meddle in this. I don't know. Yeah. I'm. I, Let me listen, Google. Listen, I don't know what. Okay. I think maybe they do, but it's the fact that they don't pay for health care and education that I'm just like. Most people in the UK get personal allowance for tax-free income. What does it say? Basic UK taxes include income taxes, property taxes, capital gains, UK inheritance tax, and value added. Uh, I don't know what this is saying to me. Yeah, we we they don't pay know. taxes. They pay some kind of taxes. Maybe they just don't pay like for health, and yeah, they don't pay the, for that's like the part. Okay, is yeah. I wonder if that that but they still to have to pay too, for like, like their property and yeah. yeah. Does that apply to Spain too, like the no healthcare thing? But okay, move on um, with the district here. I'm not gonna. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's the story. She's like about to go to go to court. You know, she's gonna have to f- beat the case. Shit. I mean, <laughs> they trying to get her hemmed up. Right. <laughs> they trying to get her hemmed up. Right. She better beat that case. Do I think Shakira will do eight years? No, I don't. But you just don't know. I don't but know. But also, how has Shakira like... been doing musically? You know, like is she still? pulling in that money right now because maybe in spain maybe she's got a record label or producing or like got some other shit right. going for her i, I know, hope she you does. know every once in a while you might hear let's not kill the drama let's <laughs> not start a fire <laughs> like whatever <laughs> every once With in a while you hear that played on spotify Shit. but it's not Let's something not that's getting played her. every day hey, hey. <laughs> that was my shit <laughs> Nah, seriously, they were sexy in that video with both of them moving their hips yeah, like that. That was a goodie. I, we all wanted to do that, but we was not giving it. And that's when Beyonce had, you know, Beyonce had a little. She had like a crazy perfect low rider. Yeah. Body like yeah. low rise with Rarely, ass. like I feel like I hate low rise jeans, but for someone that doesn't have any you know, love handles or side anything like, Hey, do you? And it was looking good. And I think now her hips have changed. Like they seem like they're like a little bit more, you know, yeah. Childbearing perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, She definitely did. Um, whoo. What was, you know, I can't even get the catch the melody of hips. Don't lie right now. I'm on tonight because my hips don't. Oh, yeah. Lie. Yeah, there we go. And I'm starting to feel your boy. Attraction. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is perfection. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, good luck, Shakir. <laughs> Listen, I'm not fucking with Spain because they're really white people over there. And, that I, you know, I can't really. I don't trust them. Um. Last but not least, the Beyonce Khalees debacle yeah it's really hard are you are you abreast of this debacle i am it's just really hard you know when people choose to take to the internet to 
problem solve problem solve or express their feelings or what anything you know it really is something about it like just watching you make a spectacle of yourself in uh, front of like the world you know like i don't truly. know like it just you you seem like not it might hey it's probably true but it's just seems crazy when people do that like i don't know why but it does seem a little like here we are here we go like it definitely does i feel like i feel like khalees should have waited you know what i mean like she should have waited until we knew exactly what was what with the song because if if Beyonce would have got on that track and been like, my milkshake brings all the bullets to the yacht. You know what I mean? If she would have really like came for her, came for Khalees, I would have said, whoa, 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 Beyonce, you're out of fucking line. You know what I mean? I would have been ready to be like, you're right, Khalees. Like, that's not she could have gave you a heads up at least even mm. if she you don't own the song even if they said she came out singing your hook the song that you made popular you deserve 100 you deserve to be notified of that yeah but listening to the song first of all the first time i listened to the song i forgot that that was even the song that the girl was supposed to be on all right that's how insignificant it is. And then when I finally did listen to the song again, I said, Are, okay, I feel like I do hear some Khalees background vocals, but I could not pick up on the melody of what song it was at all. Yeah. Like, it sounds like Khalees, but I'm like, this is not Milkshake. This is not Bossy. Like, no, no song was immediately coming to mind because it's like, an interpolation which is a new word for i've only known about interpolations for like a year and a half now Mm -hmm. but basically it's when you adjust the sample just such that like it actually it sounds different but it's still the same like cadence or tone or whatever whatever logistical musical melody that makes the sample a sample it's still that but it sounds different right so so basically you know beyonce just even probably went to pharrell and got the shit to just cover her ass just in case you know what i mean so for those reasons i feel like khalees really got out of pocket like way too soon now this is a part of a bigger conversation though because evidently khalees has been campaigning for years that beyonce and rihanna and probably other girls have been like jocking her style Jock and her Stilo from the early 2000s. Yeah, well, I mean, that's all well and good, but that was the early 2000s, you know, like, this is now... It's been 20 years. Yeah, and we all know fashion repeats itself. That's one. Right. We right. all know that no idea is truly original. Right. Two. And then we can't really say... That because which came first? Where did you get it from, Khalees? Right, and all yeah, because you got it from somewhere too. And then I just feel like don't put my girl Rihanna in there. That's one. Like <laughs> in terms of her style, Rihanna is literally living her life, and they really be wanting to bring up her name for what? Yo, like Rihanna for is what? the epitome of minding one's business, and she's doing just that. And I I just feel like. Yeah, it's not enough information for me with that. Like, there shouldn't be a debate about that. Because, like, 
Khalees, when I think about the time that she was popping, granted social media wasn't as out there and prevalent as it is now. So we can't really say that we've had a way of following her, you know, looks, her styles. Like the only way you would have been able to grab that information is maybe via a blog. 106 in Park. 106 in Park. Magazines. You know, yeah, right. so like if you don't have access to any of that, there's really no ground like we can't prove that. So it's like I we have boatloads of like content for both Beyonce and Rihanna when it comes to like style and all that. And I have to say, you know, come on for me, I definitely would say Rihanna's style feels a little more effortless, even though they both have stylists, right? It just feels like Ree's execution is always so light. Uh, yeah, it seems like it's very succinct to her personality. To her personality. It's, yeah. And I do have to say, like, sometimes with B, like, it feels like, you know, I think even we may have had the conversation of, oh, like, the times where she may have dressed herself versus being styled or right, right, something right. like that. But yeah, I can't really tell Beyonce's personality through her clothing. No. I think that Beyonce is about serving looks. She, it doesn't really necessarily have to connect to like who she is. Right. In my opinion, I feel like Rihanna's style is like her vibe, yeah. her personality. She's conveying a message through her clothing, like right. shit like that. Yeah. I'm still I'm still gagging on that. That's just my baby daddy animated t-shirt that she wore when she's pregnant. I just I just oh, she's so funny and right. great. Yeah. Um but yeah. So, point being, Khalees girl, you really jumped the gun on that one. You jumped the gun. I think the actual true bottom line is though Pharrell you know what I mean? It's Pharrell. And I did not know how snaky and problematic Pharrell allegedly is mm. until that shit that happened with the Marvin Gaye family. I don't they were know saying what that he stole. Yeah. They were saying that he for I think for happy that that song has an interpolation of a Marvin Gaye. Song That's crazy because I would have never put Marvin Gaye and Pharrell but then as soon as you said the two, when I thought N.E.R.D., Pharrell, his voice, all that, I'm like, ah, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, who knew, yeah. you know? But, yeah, all these things came from somewhere. Right. And exactly. I guess at the end of the day, what they're saying is it's nice to honor your, you know, forefathers, your, the people who came before you. But we, as, as far as Khalees is concerned, she's definitely not the first, you know, or the only. So she shouldn't be kicking it like that. I think right like she wasn't the first to do it like before you it was who you know like so yeah but wow I I didn't know that about um Pharrell either being like sneaky yeah well so Pharrell and Pharrell owns Khalees's music and I guess back when she was 19 recording Milkshake she was promised 33% of all the royalties on the song and has gotten zero cents forever. Like has never gotten paid for milkshake. When milkshake was really like, I have to say milkshake bossy. Those were definitely two songs, standout songs from Khalees. Like the girl, I remember this one girl in class came with her Bob 
Khalees inspired, you know, or one of my girls in high school had the heavy bangs. The bob was very cute, you know. Oh yeah, yes. the shortcut, and then like yes. even doing um the uh the the colored poodle, you know, dyeing yes. the poodle, like all these yes. things were super cute and i remember she definitely was an it girl for a little bit right but she was yeah she was and then she went to go be Nas's wife and you know everything happened as it did but they also tried to point out that with Khalees and beyonce you know because jay-z and Nas were like arch nemesis mm. and it's like Khalees got with Nas, and then here comes beyonce getting with the nemesis of her man right you know the internet loves a good conspiracy. it's just a lot of yeah it's a lot of history there a lot of shit right right that we can't really we unpack right yeah. now we don't know the answers to so listen my whole thing is pharrell pay that girl pay that girl pharrell you have made bajillions of dollars if you don't get that girl lump sum and go about your business like that's just not right. Pay that girl. Pay that girl, yeah. Pharrell. Okay, she let her she move on. That. She is, she, you're, obviously Pharrell is a genius. He's a great producer. But we don't listen to that song and think about Pharrell. We not think about Khalees. Not at all. I didn't even know he had any parts of it. Because I don't really, because I don't really read credits like that, which is horrible, you know, like, especially at this big age. No, come days, on. Some, some things about, if you listen to, if you listen to four Pharrell songs in, in a row, you're going to hear the same, you're going to yeah, hear yeah, something yeah. that you makes it known that it's Pharrell. Yeah. That song 100% feels like a, you know, that dun, 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 shh, like that literally sounds like a Pharrell beat to me. And like just some of the shit that he uses, it's very recognizable that it's Pharrell, but that's just because, I don't know. I know a lot of Pharrell songs, but aside from that, pay that girl. And you know what? I'm going to talk to Jamie because Jamie Is loves Pharrell yeah. you know, and just got Pharrell tatted breath. on her. Bilal. Bilal loves Pharrell as well. So I, But I feel Jamie like I just got him. Pharrell tatted on her. You know, I did, his, his, I did see the tat, but you know me, like I'm so far removed from that stuff that I wasn't sure what the significant significance was or what it symbolized. So I didn't know like it's a symbol of Pharrell, like N E R D type. That's Pharrell's face. Like <laughs> it's his little like animated like face or whatever. Oh. Yeah, like that's real love. I don't know. I don't have any like musical artists that I would want to get tatted on me like that. Yeah, but I mean I I DM'd her and I was like, you are literally a, a number one fan. She was like, period. Like <laughs> no lies were told. I am the number one fan. <laughs> it me. Um, wow. Yeah, so shout out to um I don't know. No one in that scenario. <laughs> mm -hmm. Khalees, I hope that you heal. Pharrell, pay that girl. Beyonce. Period. That's the message I got. Pay that girl. Like, yeah, really, girl. for all that, the message is. Pay that girl because I'm that girl. You don't know that reference yet, but I'm that girl on Beyonce's album. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Wow. I'm about. Wait, wait till I put my soundbar on. I want to also shout out Virgo Groove because. I've been seeing Virgo Groove, Virgo's Groove go crazy on the internet. Really? The girls I really love that one. 
and no just like people talking about the song okay. and i'm just really proud to be a virgo that's all i can say yeah, that's I mean, all i can now, say you, you just, already you already have your anthem before the season even hit like you already I know, know and i just what think about how people about be. to be right sick you should of me. really be designing producing your tiktok now for your birthday for that like i you, am yeah. i am i'm yeah. produ- i'm in production mode that's why i'm like thinking about i'm gonna talk about it when we get off the show but i have some ideas that i, I am crying of like, course you this are. could be my moment to go on, viral because i'm just thinking about every the, year, is a the euro algorithm like maybe being over I there weak. will trigger <laughs> a new audience girl you better you better be in your pr my state of mind they about to be sick of me <laughs> Prepare to be sick of me. Prepare to be sick of me. Okay. Like, <laughs> That's you it. know you gotta have that has to be one TikTok prior right. to all right. prior to the leak of everything else. Cause it's about to get crazy on them, you know? Like Woo yeah. They'll be tired. They'll be tired for sure. For sure. Wow. So um all right that's it for nosy news that's all i have two cents a two cents mm-hmm. two cents a two cents let me hear you now okay so for this two cents we are talking about friends and this question is more geared to the single ladies like what's your stance on friends that bring their partner to every function to link up with you. How do you feel about that? This is so funny because this is new. This is a new vibe that I've been in in the past, like two to three years or so where my friends are actually having people Mm -hmm. around. And, and what's crazy is that we always had, one one friend that was in a relationship right i don't want to say the name but you know who i'm talking about Mm -hmm. they and they were always together but because they didn't they weren't about like pda they weren't about much of any like public anything it didn't really feel like we were with a couple you know what i mean Mm. it just felt like we were with two friends right that were together but they didn't they weren't they weren't ever holding hands they weren't ever canoodling in the corner like that just wasn't the dynamic so that was pretty easy to just be cool with and like it was no big deal other couples that I've experienced in the last couple years are like attached to the hip you know finishing each other's sentences (laughs) like literally like living inside each other's bodies like (laughs) that has been different and so what i've been doing is asking myself this question this is a very critical question for me am i hating or do i not like this person Mm -hmm. that has been literally the question that is on repeat in my mind like sydney are you hating or do you not like this person for your friend like that is the that is the ultimate question and I'm not a hater. You know what I mean? I'm not going to hate. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you live. I'm in a phase where I'm not about negativity. If I can genuinely 
tell that you're happy with this person and you're like, you know, being fulfilled by this relationship. Like, that's what I want for you. Right. <laughs> I'm not about to be hating. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I don't have to want to date this person myself in order for me to know that they're a good person for you. I don't have to be, I don't have to find their jokes funny. Yeah. It's, it's your, you find that shit funny. Excellent. Right. Right. So the question though is how do I feel about them being around all the time? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy no i think that i think that there's times when i want your partner around and there's times where i want it to be just us girls that's what i feel i feel like if it's if it's uh if it's literally you can't even go to dinner and drinks without this person like that's not gonna work for me yeah (laughs) that's not gonna work for me balance is key yeah you know you gotta know when it is a good time to include the partner. Right. And majority of the time, it is probably going to be a good time to include the partner. But like, you know, sometimes we just want to be with just us and just shoot the shit and, you know, hear from you, like, you know, all those types of things. And I feel like you have to make sure that you're maintaining that balance for your friends. Yeah. Things can also can be shared, you know, in the company of, others like maybe if you were trying to talk to them about something personal about something right about my life and I and I my um one of my good friends we just had like a a face a group FaceTime the other day and she's in a relationship and she lives in a one-bedroom apartment with her boyfriend so she has she listens to our calls on headphones and she also goes into the separate room like they'll be in different rooms or whatever but she will tell us like at the beginning of the call like hey like I have my headphones in like I you know what like it's no you know you're good basically like just giving us that courtesy because there are times when it's like okay I don't want this nigga listen to my our phone call like what the fuck you know what I mean like on who the the relationship is you could just be chilling without the headphones in and yet nigga just like in the hearing all my business I don't need (laughs) your man to hear all my business yeah I could be talking about any fucking thing. So I just think that as long as couples keep that respect, like I'm cool with your man or your partner or your, your whoever coming around, especially at this big age. I do think like maybe there have been bouts of time when I was younger, when I was hating, you know, and I was just like, Oh my God, like what the fuck? Mm -hmm. You never spend time with me anymore. Like very much that, but like, that's like, you know, high school, college, just like, being emotional right yeah I, I feel that like i definitely think it's, it's really about balance like this nigga's always all, coming around right it can't be all the time i definitely you know prefer like like you said like if it's a public event it's an outing where it's multiple yeah. folks around and things like that it's not like a girl's night or something like that then go off like right you know or but like i also i'm inviting you over to my house and you're like oh can blah 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 come it's just like bro yeah. i just want to like watch tv like what right. the fuck? but it, it is good that the, that it they ask you know because there's some people too who will just show up with blah 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 and like 
No, that's crazy. That's that's really like psychotic behavior. Has that ever happened to you? No, no, not okay. like a yeah. show up. Just, yeah, but I feel like it's you know, it's possible. it's definitely happened. Yeah, I, I feel I like agree. maybe I'm I've seen sure. it out like to someone else, not me. I'm just mm-hmm. like on you know, looking at the everything go down. But yeah, show. So like in that instance, what is something that you would do to let it be known that you have a problem with that? Like, is that something Mm. you would say? Yeah. I can't really like, I can't really hold it in much with friends, especially like, it's weird because I feel like my therapist says that I have like kind of an avoidant personality where like, I just really try to avoid the conflict, but it seems like with my friends, I can't do that. But with my family, I definitely can. Mm-hmm. That's that's interesting with like how you like the family that you're just born into versus the family that you choose to have. Like it's certain things that I'm just not going to accept from my friends, whereas mm-hmm. like I'd be more inclined to let it slide or to avoid some conflict with my family. Right. But but what I'm saying, I'm saying all that to say is that if that was happening with a friend, I'm definitely going to be like, listen, can we just do some shit with just us? Like right. I'm definitely going to end up saying that because it's just making me uncomfortable yeah i would definitely probably not explicitly be like can we do some things with just us but i would probably say something like i miss when passive aggressive that's what that is (laughs) (laughs) is it oh i miss when we used to like just get bagels and talk right i love when we had our you know Girl yeah, time. girl, get, get that the fuck out of here. Really? You tell That's her. not like. You better tell her, like, but like hello, I love when can we, we do, do this? I love when we did that. Do you think we could do that a bit more? I mean, yeah. On a, like, as on long a, as you have a call to action on it, I think right, that right, that's right, good. Right, right. Like, I wouldn't just be out here like, oh, I missed that. Bitch, read the line. Read it between the lines. I wouldn't be like right. that because I know it'd be like, oh, me too. And then just. <laughs> yeah, living life. Their, right. Still in their love bubble. But be like, oh, do you think that we could do something like that on a monthly basis? Yeah. Just you and I. It's really crazy being this big age, too, and like scheduling hangouts or conversations or catch ups and stuff Phone like that. calls, everything. Even when Clark called me today, she was like. I didn't, I know I didn't schedule this, but I had to just try to see if I could catch you. Right. You know, like, <laughs> it's just, it's just crazy how our lives are just so, you know, Evolving. they're just moving and shaking. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I definitely would probably call it out if I was just feeling like there was no effort to just spend time with just us. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That was good. Okay. Well, now it's time for our final segment. Yes. The best yet. <laughs> the Horror best story. is yet to come. So this is the one that I, every time, that's it, that's it for every me. Time, that's right, really every time we talk about horror <laughs> stories, we talk about this uh, every episode. Right. <laughs> I got it. All right. Well, I'm giving my story today. So here we go. 
I didn't read this beforehand, guys, by the way. Like, I don't know what this is about to be about. Um, I'm not sure how crazy this will sound. My girlfriend and I decided to go on a bike ride. It was about three in the afternoon. We were pedaling around uh, off road and on. We were on a street getting busier from rush hour. So we pulled off to the side to take a break in what ended up being a landscape construction lot. There were big piles of sand and gravel all over, so we sat on one to have a cigarette. We started goofing off and running around. I was chasing her and caught her near a six-foot pile of pea gravel that we tumbled into. I don't know what pea gravel is, but using my context clues, I'm going to assume that it's small gravel pieces. Um, We started kissing and then making out. And thought, why not? So I pulled off her shorts and told her to get rid of that top. Sorry, I'm like, is he he misspelling this? Told her to get rid of that top. As she looked around like, here? I was already naked by then. She knew I meant business. So obliged. We went right there. We went at it right there and tried many different positions. The pea gravel shifting and changing shape the whole time. So, what? yeah, that definitely is that small right, gravel right, that right. you can just right. move around. Um, and it's obviously, I guess, not cutting up your fucking skin. Yeah. Um, like, you, how naked are you? And this says, it says, wait, 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 let me read this again. We went at it right there, tried many different positions, and the, the pea gravel shifting and changing shape the whole time, and sometimes burying parts of us, kind of forcing us to change positions. What the fuck does that mean? It was very interesting yeah. sensation. I can't quite explain it. As we moved, it moved and moved us never quite able to get secure leverage sometimes having to pull each other out after a bit we began to notice more than usual car horns but nobody stopped he was so we finished up gravel more he was (laughs) he was but nobody stopped so we finished up and pulled each other out and dusted off afterwards we went straight dusted off oh they were butt ass see for a much needed shower. Wonder what they did with that pea gravel. Yo. Honestly, He's thinking about I that pea gravel. I feel like the pea gravel got mixed up with their juices and now we're all hurt. Someone's DNA is all over the place. <laughs> we're all hurt. <laughs> and like, no, I just feel like with the small shards, like these little pieces, like it didn't get in any crevice, like the Ooh, yeah. labia, the butt. Like, you know, like, because he said they had to take a much needed shower. I bet like y'all were yeah. in the pea gravel. Fucking in the gravel. Fucking in the gravel. He really had more. <laughs> <laughs> Getting buried in the gravel. Like, that he sounds really, scary. Right. And pulling each other out. Like, they could a really six get... foot pile, a six foot pile of dirt. You rolling gravel. around that motherfucker. Right. right. That's wild. They was fucking outside in the thing on a bike ride. In the pea gravel. Very interesting. I mean, listen, I don't know. Maybe I I need to spice up my life and go fucking the fucking. That's how you get arrested for trespassing. Like, honestly. Man. They probably was white, so, you know. It would have been fine. People just gonna honk and wave when they're fucking in the gravel. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, he definitely did seem more aroused by the gravel, though. I'm not going to hold yeah, you. Like, like he definitely was, like, really into there was the so much gravel of talk. the rocks. There was so much gravel talk <laughs> intertwined in the actual act that I'm like, oh, he's all in for this gravel right now. Yeah, he didn't. He, he was using <laughs> adjectives, shifting yes. and changing. Bro was like, there was something about not quite being able to catch my balance. Get my, <laughs> get my leverage. No ability to secure leverage. I was swimming in that motherfucker. <laughs> okay, Steve. <laughs> All right, thanks for that uh, wonderful yeah. pea gravel story. Rousing fetish story. Right, right. All right, well, that is another episode. We really, I had a good laugh. I want to say that it's because of this strong-ass drink that I'm drinking, right. but um, really enjoyed that. I am always available to read your emails. Sign me up, podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Hit us up in our DMs at sign me up podcast. I'm at Sydney Poppins 2. I'm Cheeky Bobby. And that's another episode of Sign Me Up Podcast signing out. <laughs> <laughs>